Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Taylor, let's catch up. I just can't even believe. Do we even have to talk about the time that we spent? not seeing each other and not catching up and not talking because that's just too painful for me to even think about but it's way too painful but i'm glad that we're back for playoffs when it matters i mean we just we skipped the appetizer and went to the main course we really did and i will say one thing can i look i I like to just give credit for when we're right we don't have to talk about when we're wrong but it's nice to talk about when we're right two things though that, that definitively happened uh we were right last season we said the rams would win the super bowl and we said it early and that was your prediction again this you is a we honestly era. nailed it this but is a we. i'd love to lump myself into that category as well this is a we so i'm just going to give it to us right but another fun thing that happened that we were spot on about russell wilson becomes a bronco you and i get together and definitively and immediately we say you know i look at that division and i'm not sure denver really changes much at all with this move it's tough for them to be any better than any of the teams in that division. And look at what happened. And obviously it was more of a catastrophe than either one of us thought in that moment. But we just thought there was a difficult path in that division for Russell Wilson to really make any movement. And wow, were we ever right about that. But we're not talking about teams that aren't here, Taylor. Can we please talk about the teams that are here? It's uh, it's our favorite weekend because it's super wild card weekend. We'll get into why it's my favorite in a second. But the first thing we should do, Taylor, is why don't we just rattle through these games, get some winners, and talk about what we think is going to happen for the Super Bowl because we've been pretty good about that in the past. And I think we can nail it once again. And, and should why don't we, we go all the way through or should we just do super wild card weekend? Let's go super wild card weekend. And then if we want to just give a nod towards things that we are going to think are going to happen in the future, that's okay. Cause I'm ready to just say a couple of things that I just can't, I, there's one thought I can't get out of my mind that I just have to share with you, but let's just rattle through super wild card weekend to start. So here goes, let's just start with what's happening immediately in the Bay area. We've got Gino and the Seahawks at the Niners. Purdy, 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 Purdy. And by the way, so you can see I'm wearing the Foles shirt today, right? This is the adorable for Levi Foles cartoonish shirt from the Eagles Super Bowl run with Philly Special represented on the shirt. And and Purdy, of course, gives me visions of Nick Foles with the backup quarterback situation. But let's just talk about this game. Give it to me real quick. It's I, not even the backup. It's the backup backup. The backup? backup. Yeah. The backup, which is yeah. hysterical. Nobody saw this Mr. Irrelevant. And, and yet here he is. 10 wins in a row later. And I'm not discrediting him because he has been fantastic. But I think that any quarterback in that situation doesn't have to do much. All they have to do is be a game manager because of how strong the team is around him. Their offense is stacked. Their defense, number one in the league. Um, And then the addition of McCaffrey. So that wasn't a bad San Francisco, easy winner for this one. You know what? I'd love to see the Geno story continue. But for purposes of us getting through all these games, I'm simply going to say, Check that box. Niners are moving on. I don't see the Seahawks as the team that is breaking this streak. And the Geno story, of course, is incredible. And we talked about Denver just a second ago and what happened there. The flip side of that that we did not predict was the fact that Seattle, without Russell, 
would be a playoff team. And you and yeah. I both gave a lot of credit crazy. to Gino last year. You and I remember those games where Gino had to step in a couple of times and we marveled at, at how close, but it was sort of a close but no cigar a few times for Gino. He played well in a few games that they weren't able to finish last season. And then this year they did finish those games enough to be a playoff team. So kudos to Gino, kudos to the Seahawks. But you and I both say yes, Niners will be playing in the divisional weekend next week. All right. Now, a game that you're very close to, a game that another one of these games that is a rematch and an ugly one from a Chargers perspective, Chargers at the Jags. How do you see this one? I think it would be a lot different if Mike Williams was playing, but I'm going to go with the Jags. They beat them in week three. Not only beat them, I mean, they crushed them in week three. It was was an embarrassing game for the Chargers that I'm going to... I'm going to go Jags. They've only gotten better since then. Well, I love you saying that. Uh, to get ready for us speaking, I actually watched a replay, you'll love this, of the Eagles-Patriots Super Bowl with Foles winning that Philly special, etc. And what stood out to me most of all was how much I miss Doug Peterson in my life. Yeah. I mean, as an Eagles fan, it's just, I mean, of course, Sirianni's done incredible things, but you watch Doug Peterson, you watch the confidence with which that team operated the fourth down conversions and just that go get him attitude that Peterson brings. And you see yeah. that with the Jags now. And I sort of love that, but I'm going to say the chargers here. I don't know oh, why wow. I feel, I just somehow feel things that the chargers didn't accomplish last season are now going to happen this season. As close as they came, that final game against the Raiders with, with yeah. all the criticism at Staley and sort of under the radar, the chargers right at their worst point of the season turned it around. And not only that, I mean, they, they even clinched earlier than most other teams to have a spot here. Now, I, I clearly the Chiefs are their kryptonite, and, and that would be what would happen for them next week if they win this game. But I just see... I, just, I actually feel like they played the Chiefs pretty well, though. They have, but I just don't think they have a way of getting over that. And let's not get ahead of ourselves. The bottom line is we're split here. You see the Jags with Trevor and Doug Peterson moving on. You, you see that 38-10 regular season game being really a, a microcosm of what's going to happen here. And I just see it as two different teams. And I know that the Chargers were certainly heavily criticized for playing starters in last week's game, which meant absolutely nothing. And it's going to cost what you think is their chance at winning this game because Williams is 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 really not at 100%. We know that. So... I've got Chargers. You've got Jags. Well, I, he's, he, I mean, I don't think he's playing as of right as of right now. Exactly. So, so this this is not a good situation. But I see the Chargers. The Chargers play every game except seemingly that Jaguars game this season. Very close. And yeah. I, I just see this. I just see this as, as a win for the Chargers. I just kind of can't get out of my mind that Chargers Chiefs rematch for the third time. So, so that's that's it. So that that's for Saturday. And let me just say one other thing in regards to Saturday. This is my favorite week of the NFL season. I love Saturday football. I've said it to you before. My proposal for the league is a Saturday Super Bowl. And in many ways, this wild card and divisional weekend feels like that for me. I love Saturday football. I love the idea of watching football late into the night on Saturday and not having to go to work the next day. That's just beautiful for everybody. But there we go. Saturday aside, Niners for both of us, Jags for you, Chargers for me. Let's move to Sunday. Miami at Buffalo. This one could be pretty quick. Skylar Thompson, adorable yeah. story here. Wow. Uh, how do you see this, Taylor? I mean, this is an easy Buffalo win. Is there, is there's there just, no way. Is there anything that would be more shocking than Miami in this version of the Dolphins beating Buffalo? Um, I just, I, I don't see it happening. 
yeah, there would be nothing more shocking probably this weekend. I, I agree. I would say even in the entirety of this season, there would almost be nothing more shocking than Miami beating Buffalo at this point. I mean, maybe they're... Seattle beating San Francisco. I don't know. but I, I know because here's the difference. What Purdy, uh, sorry, what Geno has done over the course of a season absolutely laps what Skylar Thompson has done in a season. So there's yeah. just no way to know. Yeah, there's a scenario in which there's sort of a Tyreek Hill strange miracle perhaps, but I just, it, the, too many too many strange things would have to happen there. I, I just, Miami, Miami really played awful over the final six games of the season. When you look at it, yeah, talk about a talk about a team that just kind of collapsed. They were so strong in the beginning, and then two was in the MVP conversation. Taylor, two, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's 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 a season that we've got to give two a lot of credit for getting them here, and we will. But that's not that's just this is just one of those that seems like Miami. Thanks for being here. Let let's move on. Let's go to the next game: Giants and Vikings, and this is. This is a this fun one. Interesting. This, yeah. yeah, there's also, also a rematch and fresh in our minds from Christmas Eve when the Vikings had the walk-off 60-yard field goal to win it. But how do you see this one? You know, I, it's been a special season. You know, Dable, favorite for coach, of the, uh, you know, for favorite for coach of the year here. But Giants and Vikings, what do you think's happening here? Mm, this one's a this one's a coin flip for me, but I'm gonna go Giants. I'm gonna wow. go Giants. I love that you see the upset. This one's one where I almost think I'm sticking to a prediction I have for the next week, and that's why I'm going to say this. But I like Kirk Cousins for another win. I like this as another season where Kirk Cousins gives a little bit of an I told you so, a, a little bit of a you like that moment yet again for, yeah. for Kirk Cousins. Yeah, it's another chain. This episode is sponsored by State Farm. Buying insurance can be complicated. And you might have a lot of questions, like, what if my policy doesn't cover that? Or, what if I need to make a claim in the middle of the night? Good news, State Farm is there for all your what-ifs. You can reach them 24-7, talk through any questions with your agent, and you can even file a claim on the State Farm mobile app. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Call or go to statefarm.com to get a quote today. I think another moment on the private jet with the chains, you know, on his way to, to San Francisco as it would be for the next weekend. I, I just don't see this season. The Vikings have found a way to win every close game. And for the Giants to win, we both agree this would have to be a close game. And so I just see Minnesota yet again saying we've done it all season. We set the record for, for one possession wins in a season. And I could see it happening yet again. And, and I just, I, I like them. I, you know, cousins has this rap Taylor that he doesn't win close games, that he's not clutch, that he doesn't win primetime games. Any playoff game is a primetime game. He does have a win against the Saints in the playoffs. I'm sorry, but, and ironically, that season ended in San Francisco also. I see I see Minnesota with a win here. I just do. I, I see another home team winning, and that's it. All right, so let's go to the, the nightcap on Sunday, your Sunday night football, a game that, that obviously we know that you are passionately invested in, but obviously has a bit of a sour note going into it. But Ravens at Bengals, yet another. These are all rematches, which is so fun mm-hmm. this year. Well, this one's only a week away, a week apart. Exactly. And, and that's just a week removed. But obviously that game looks so different because we don't know really what the Ravens' motivation was in that game other than to perhaps make everybody watch a coin flip for what could have been a, you know, a we-don't-know-where-it's-going-to-be-played game. But how do you see this with something you've seen a lot? You've been very close to this story all season. You've seen probably enough of the Bengals and Joe Burrow in a lifetime for you. But what do you think here about 
the Ravens and then their chances. I mean, minus Lamar, this is just so difficult to Yeah. Know. I think without Lamar, you really don't have much of a chance. Obviously, I think that Tyler Huntley is a big upgrade from Brown, but which is what we saw last week. But I'm going to have to go with the Bengals, just all around the better team. You know, for this to go the Ravens' way, you remember the first matchup of these two teams this season, right? And it ended, yeah. of course, it was sort of the Justin Tucker game. And that's what it would take. For the Ravens to win this game, it would have to be that we're watching Justin Tucker line up for a game winner, and that's that. Of course, we know when Justin Tucker lines up for game winners that that means exactly that game-winning kick. So that's what it would be, but you don't see it, and I don't see it. The Bengals, I I, I have the Bengals doing quite a lot here, and, and it's, it's not going to end in this first weekend. All right, so let's turn now to Sunday. I'm sorry, let, let's turn now to Monday, Taylor. This is a great one, Monday Night Football. And I love that the league does this. I think this is a really smart move to have the Monday Night Football playoff game and Super Wild Card Weekend. Cowboys. Oh, I wonder what you're thinking for this one with Dak. Okay. You, you know that I'm adapted to Dak Prescott, and I may surprise you with what I'm going to say here. But Cowboys at the Bucks. Boy, Tampa's had a weird season. But how do you see this one? Incredible matchup to see these two teams going at it. It almost feels like you know to start the season you would have said, "Wow, this could have been a, an NFC Championship preview." And it sort of seems far from that at this point. But how do you see Cowboys and Bucks? I think that the Cowboys have the much better team. But I think the Bucks are going to somehow find a way to pull this off. We always say don't, don't bet against Tom Brady in the playoffs. The number is this, Taylor. The number is eight. Brady is chasing an eighth ring, which is just, it's kind of gross when you say it out loud, right? I mean, how could that be possible that <laughs> Tom Brady's looking for an eighth ring? Also, this would be his eighth straight win against the Cowboys. Eight and zero, oh, he would be against the Cowboys. Currently, seven and zero. Oh, anytime he has faced the Cowboys, and never faced them in the postseason, which sounds more dramatic because, of course, though there would only have been few opportunities with Tampa for him to have faced Dallas in the postseason. But his first time playing the Cowboys in the postseason, seven and zero oh, in the regular season. I also, and I'll tell you why in a little bit. See the Bucks getting this done. And it's because no Tom Brady season, Taylor, can be defined by what happens in the regular season, right? Yeah. Just again and again, we try to judge and determine what happened in the regular season and then apply it to the postseason. And for whatever reason, is he just the ultimate flip the switch, turn the tables player in all of sports when it comes to postseason versus regular season? As if there's just some sort of magic that follows him, and, and I could just see it happening again. Say they do lose. Do, do we both have Tampa winning? We do. Okay, so say they do lose, though. Is this Tom Brady's last game as a buck? I just hate being wrong about Tom Brady. And, and, you, and you and I just, this is, of all the things we get right, does it seem like we're wrong about Tom Brady constantly? Yeah, I mean, I think that we just haven't really known. I, no, actually, I disagree with that statement. Because both of us, when he retired, thought, no way is this going to stick. You're right. We both said, yeah, right. So I, I guess I'll continue that theme. Because does it feel, okay, this is the question. I think for about. sure it is his last game is a buck. If does they lose, feel- even if they win, I think he's going to go and team up with Josh McDaniels, Sean Payton, wow. and go and try and win. You're, you're giving me Vegas Brady. That would or, be spectacular. I mean, so or Kyle Shanahan, which is crazy. 
but they already have three quarterbacks, so I don't know how that would work out. But I mean, if there's somebody that would find a way to do it, I think that 49ers would because they've got a, you know, no, they're ready. I mean, he's ready to win a Super Bowl. Not even happen with Brock Purdy, so certainly right with, with Tom Brady. So all right, so so we both see Brady here. I'm going to say that it's not the end either. I just don't want to be wrong, and and I and, I, and I'll it's say it's not that. the end in Tampa. And Is that what you're saying? I, yeah, I, I don't. I, I I just don't. It's it's. It's going to feel, is it, okay, here's what we have to ask ourselves. Is it going to feel like a bad taste in his mouth for not winning this game? You know, it, we sort of get skewed because Tampa. I think he'll win the game. Yeah, I don't but, think that he's going to win a Super Bowl I, this year with this Bucks team. Well, let, let's just turn the clock ahead one, one click because you just gave me the opportunity. For some reason, I can't get out of my mind, Taylor. Bucks at Niners NFC Championship game. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't know why I just can't. Well, get I mean, we saw that matchup earlier this year, and it was ugly. It was it ugly. Was it was awful. But but Brady has turned the tables like many times on ugly regular seasons, and and turned it into happy endings in in the postseason. So I just I just see Bucks Niners, and it's not to say that I see the Bucks winning that game, but I just see Bucks Niners as an NFC Championship game. I'm just going to throw it out there. Bucks Niners is the NFC Championship game. That's. That's just, that from my half of let's catch up. Let's just say the Bucks Niners is the NFC Championship, and it's tough for me to say. I'm sitting here in an Eagles beanie. I've got Doug Peterson and Nick Foles paused on the TV in front of me for Philly Special. I'm wearing a Foles Philly Special T-shirt. I, I'm as I'm as Philadelphia Eagles busted out as I could be heading into the postseason, and yet for Bucks Niners to happen, you know what that means? That means the Eagles don't win a playoff game. Period. And and oh wow. You know that that recent pain recently, where the, the the Ravens were upset by the Titans, you know, after after having the, the most special Lamar MVP of a season. But I, I just I, I see I re- first of all, I mean, who beat the, the the Eagles last year in the playoffs? And of course, a much different Eagles team. But I'm sorry, I, I just see it. I I, I see Bucks and Eagles, Vikings at Niners, and I and I see I, I see have Niners winning everything, but I don't think it's going to be. Bucks at Niners for NFC Championship game. That's fine. And then uh, just quickly, we'll say it. I mean, AFC Championship, obviously, there's the fun of that neutral site potential in Bills. I guess it, it really comes down to this. Do you think it's going to be Bills Chiefs or do you think it's going to be Bengals Chiefs? I think it's going to be Bills Chiefs. Okay. And I have. So it'll I be in Bengals. Atlanta. That's great. I have Bengals Chiefs in a rematch of the AFC Championship from a year ago. And you said you've got the Niners winning it all. Mm-hmm. That's pretty exciting. Could you imagine a rookie quarterback winning it all? Rookie quarterbacks never started. It'd be like a, a Cinderella story. Rookie quarterbacks never started a playoff game. Third string. This is okay. So, so you, so you, I mean, that means the full story is trumped entirely, right? This is a, this is a, if that happens, more, yes. Clearly a more shocking backup quarterback Cinderella story, right? Because, like I said, I just reminded us of, you know, I mean, Foles, Foles did have a bit of a run before that year in the playoffs for the Eagles. Foles had a great season with Chip Kelly where he started the playoff. Oh, yeah. He threw seven touchdown passes. I mean, nobody knew who Brock Purdy was. Brock Purdy was Mr. Irrelevant. Not only only Mr. Irrelevant, was irrelevant to anyone who was watching NFL football until Garoppolo went down. So, yes, I think that would be the most shocking story uh, in Super Maybe in Super Bowl history would be Purdy winning it all. right. So you have that. I have the Chiefs winning it all. I have a a rematch, Niners, Chiefs. From that 2020 season where you and I hung out in Miami, and in, in that Super Bowl 54, I'm sure Jimmy Garoppolo still has visions of Emmanuel Sanders 
wide open in a pass that was overthrown, which would have put the Chiefs away. And, and instead, of course, we know Mahomes comes back from the 10-point deficit and, and wins that Super Bowl. I see a rematch, and I see the Chiefs yet again getting the best of the Niners. So, all right, both of us have big things for the Niners. All right, so that, that does it, Taylor. That's it. I mean, it, it's... We'll catch up after these, though. We, we have to. Uh, of course we will. And now that we've done it, uh, you know, nobody can can remember the time that we weren't speaking, which was just <laughs> too, sad. too sad. We won't even talk about that at all. 